This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50-plus in your overall investment tax and estate planning and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And we have some great ideas for you today. But if you missed our webinar last week, we had it on Wednesday, and it was our year-end tax and investment planning uh, outlook seminar. Uh, we have some handouts for you if you missed it and you'd like to you know, get filled in on all that information. All you got to do is give Dominic a call now, 1-866-891-2637 or after the show. 1-866-891-2637. You can get all the details from our year-end tax planning. So I went through yeah, about 10 different ideas on how you can um, look at um, strategizing between now and year-end to make sure you're uh, paying the minimum amount of tax for your 2023 tax return. Plus, I did an outlook on you know how we see in the markets for the rest of this year, which have been extremely volatile. And uh, joining us today is uh, Sir Nathan uh, Thurkullisingham. He's going to join us. He's a vice president and market strategist at Vanguard. They're one of the biggest asset managers in the world. They manage over a trillion dollars. And they have some strategies on should you be investing for value or growth in this kind of a marketplace? And he'll give us his ideas on that. You know, taxes, inflation, market swings, and ultimately drawdowns are going to wreak havoc on your nest egg. And in this period now, we've had a, a massive drawdown happening. But by focusing on what I call the four M's of retirement income planning, you can build a more resilient portfolio designed to deliver steady cash flow through bull and bear markets like today. And what it does is provide you with an income stream that's going to provide you with the income that you need all the way through retirement and hopefully avoid major um, encroachments on your capital. Stay right there and I'm going to explain all about it. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Prime Family. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. And as I promised, I'm going to go over uh, market volatility and how it can significantly impact your retirement income. So you're retired, you're drawing income from your investments now in your portfolio, and money's coming in, and but the market is uh, being very volatile here. So now if you don't have the right kind of portfolio, you can really encroach on the uh, capital. And that's called the you know major drawdowns on your principal. And you, you don't want to do that. So what I've come up with, and you got to remember, folks, we've been managing money for those retired for almost 30 years now, and uh, the focus that you have to have is on income. So here's what I call the four M's and the blueprint for uh, retirement income planning. So this is the strategy now where you've retired, and now you're going to draw income from your investments and from uh, all of your different types of uh uh, pensions and RRSPs. So number one is called maximize cash flow. So you want to concentrate so you're retired now and you're not saving money, 
but you're taking money out. So you're going to, what do you have to focus on? You have to focus on income. So now you're looking for income producing investments to give you that income. And when you're looking at investments, you're looking at um, stocks that pay a dividend, of course. And then you're looking now at, you're looking at different types of bonds and GICs that are going to pay you the highest form of interest. So those two together are going to give you the amount of reliable cash flow. And both the combination of those two together, hopefully, aren't going to infringe on your capital value. So number one is to maximize the cash flow by focusing, when you look at it, focusing on income-producing vehicles. And that can put together right now. So we just did a plan for a client the other day. And basically, from dividends and interest alone, we're getting almost 6%. So say, for instance, you had uh, $500,000 in your nest egg. 500,000 times 6% is going to provide you with $30,000 of income without touching the principal just from dividends and interest right now. So that's what you're focused on. And we focused, this client was retired, had the $500,000. They're focused on drawing out that $30,000. We can do that with relative comfort because we know the companies that we chosen there have a history and they have the income and they have the outlook and they have the type of business where they can continue to pay these dividends and, you know, uh, potentially grow them over time. And now we know with uh, GICs and bonds, we can get a high interest rate, five and a half, six percent too. So now with relative comfort, we know that we can pay this client is $30,000 and have, uh, you know, a portfolio that you can absolutely sleep at night with that amount of money. So that's maximized cash flow. The next thing that you have to worry about now is you're drawing these types of incomes. If it's in your open investment and you're drawing money out of your RIF account, you have to minimize taxes. That's number two, minimize taxes. So building consistent income requires a special focus on maximizing um, basically the after-tax cash flow. That's the key number because even though you're drawing this $30,000, you could be paying uh, you know, $10,000 in tax. So you're only left over with $20,000. You have to focus on um, minimizing the amount of money that you pay in, in terms of taxes on the portfolio. The next one, number three, we focus on is to minimize the drawdowns. So especially with, during a, a bear market, the value of all your stocks, and especially now in this kind of a market, it's been uh, particularly different for most of our clients and, and most of you out there because your, your strongest and your most steady uh, companies, uh, bank stocks, uh, telephone company stocks, utility stocks that are reliable businesses, reliable dividends because they have such strong cash flow, their capital values have come down dramatically. And then in this scenario, if you draw out a little bit extra, you could be you know, taking some of the principal down. So you want to focus on a portfolio that pays you just about what you need. And then we have to look at, um, you know, maximizing the drawdowns. And I have a strategy for you, and we call it the cash buffer strategy, where you're putting a certain money, a certain amount of money aside in a short-term vehicle. And today it's great because short-term vehicles pay 5%, where we have some uh, a portion of the portfolio, maybe 5% of it to 10% of it sitting in that. And then if we need extra cash, we can take it out of there. And we don't have to um, sell off our good stocks that are down today uh, but are going to recover in the future. We don't have to sell them at a low point, and we have this cash, what I call a cash buffer in there, paying us out what we need, say, for instance, in a scenario where you need 7% from the portfolio, but it only generates 6%, we can take that 1% out of this vehicle that's making me the 5%. So that's number three. That's minimize the drawdowns. And number four is to maintain your purchasing power. 
So the key thing again is, and we'll talk, we've talked about this on the show all the time, is we have, have to have 10% or 11% or a percentage of your portfolio in growth. So you have to have some companies that are out, going to outperform and keep pace with inflation. The second part of maintaining the purchasing power is you have to find companies that grow their dividend. So they have to have a mandate to give you more every year, even if it's 2 or 3 or 4%. You want to have a dividend where initially, say it's paying you now 5%, you want it to pay a little bit more next year. So it's a $50 stock, it's paying you $2.00. In dividends, next year you want them to pay you $2.10. Next year after that, $2.40. Next year after that, $2.60. So each year they're giving you more. Why is that important? Because it, it preserves your purchasing power and it keeps pace with inflation. And inflation is an issue now, right? So you need those kinds of companies. You have to focus on those kind of, kind of companies. And that's going to give you a portfolio then. Once you're retired now and you look at it and you say, okay, this kind of portfolio is going to last me if I'm retiring now at 62 years old and my life expectancy could be 90, this money can last me all the way through retirement, pay me what I want, keep pace with inflation, and give me the lifestyle that I want. So that's um, basically the four M's. Now, let's talk about the cash buffer situation and why it's important. Because what it does is it be, you put it in short-term investments. It could be even in one- and two-year GICs, or now you know your, these cash management accounts that we have are paying uh, 5%. It just gives you a, a, a buffer there in terms of, listen, I have to take out a little bit more than what I'm getting this month in my dividends because, remember, stocks don't pay you every month. They pay quarterly. And some bonds that you invest in, they pay semi-annually. So the months aren't always even. So you need this little bit of a cash buffer in there that'll give you the difference so that you have a smooth you know, $1,000 a month you're drawing, 2000 3000 5000 a month that you're drawn from your portfolio, and it keeps you with a steady amount of income that you can plan around, and then um, have the ability to give your portfolio room to grow and the stocks to move up so that you can keep pace with inflation. So that's called a cash buffer. Now, I'm going to talk about one other thing that's really important, too. It's called the uh, sequence of returns. And what happens is when, you, when you're investing money in your RSP and you're building up your, your investment portfolio, the uh, sequence of returns really don't play a major role because there's different ways to get to a uh, rate of return. So you could have one year where you make 9%, another year you make 14%, the next year you lose 4%, the next year you're up 10%, the next year you're down 7%, and the market's moving up and down. But as you invest, you can average yourself a 7% return over that time frame. So it doesn't play a big role. But what plays a big role is once you're retired now and you have to withdraw money. So here's an example. You have a $100,000 investment, and you draw out $7,000 annually. So you're drawing out 7%. In scenario number one, where you make 7%, say you make 7% return every year, you make 7%. So you start off with $100,000, you make 7% a year, you go for 10 years, you're going to have your $100,000 still there. Okay, here's another example where you start off, and the market goes up for like three or four years in a row. So you start off, and it just... Lucky, the sequence of um, returns for the investment markets start to go up. You hit at the very beginning of a bull market. And it starts off at, you make 9%, then 14%, then 13%, then it goes down 4 then up 10 and down 1 goes up 20 At the end of the day, with this example, you basically have drawn out your $7,000 a month, and now you have 117000 after you've drawn out the $7,000 a year for those 10 years. 
Now, here's another example. Say you start and you had bad luck. So now I've retired. I put my money into the market. In the first couple of years, first two or three years, I lose 7%, then I lose another 4%, then I lose another 1%, then it goes shooting up 20%, da da da, da all the way through for 10 years. In this example, uh, where you started in that kind of a market, you've drawn out, again, your $7,000 a year for 10 years. So you've drawn out 70000 out of the 100000 But now... You have 83000 left over. So in scenario one, you made a st- steady seven. You got $100,000 at the end, exactly what you started with. In scenario two, where the market did well at the beginning and took off, you have 117000 But in scenario three, you've drawn down now. Now you have $83,000 left over. So the sequence of returns plays a major role. And that's why, again, you go back to what we've been doing for the last uh, 30 years is you focus on investments that pay you a regular income so that you're not just looking at the returns that the stock market are providing you. Okay, so I got help for you though and all of that. We have two handouts for it. It's called the four M's to retirement income. And then we have the cash buffer and the sequence of returns that you can take a look at. And also what we can do for you if you want is Dominique can uh, provide you with a projection showing you what's happened over the market for the last number of years. She could do show you a 6% example, a 7%, an 8%, a 3% example if you're drawing that money out to give you an idea. So all you got to do is tell her your, um, your, your amount of money at, that you want to talk about here and uh, um, basically the amount that you need to draw out of there. So if you're looking at it and you say, I need $3,000 a month, this is the money that I have. Show me the, these different scenarios so I can uh, make a great decision in terms of how I should manage your money. So all you got to do is give Dominique a call now, one 866 891-2637 to get a copy of the 4Ms to Retirement Income and the Cash Buffer Strategy. 1-866-891-2637. And if you'd like to see, again, a sequence of events for your particular situation, we have the uh, software available to do that for you. And all you got to do is give Dominic a call, give her the amount of money, give her the rate of return, and we can project that all out for you and give you a good idea on how you should manage your money. Because that's the key here is to have this foundation set up this uh, plan so that you can manage your money correctly during retirement, especially during these these bad periods. Because when you look at your portfolio, you're going to be down a lot more when you're drawing than normally just sitting in the marketplace and not taking the money out of the portfolio. Okay, stay right there. And um, the folks from Vanguard are going to be here. They're one of the largest asset managers. And we asked them, you know, how are you seeing things uh, now and into the future? And what style should we be investing? Should we be looking for value or investing in growth? I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Sir Nathan Thurakulasingham. He's the um, Vice President and Strategist at Vanguard Investments Canada. Hey, good morning, Sir Nathan. Thanks for, again, for taking the time to join us here today. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, for the listeners that don't know anything about Vanguard, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds and what kind of business you guys are in. Yeah, well, when you think about Vanguard, Vanguard's really just a an asset, asset manager that... Uh, really offers mutual funds and electronically traded ETFs or funds, right? And so a lot of times when you hear ETFs, and it tends to go to passive. And so often Vanguard is kind of described as a passive shop, but that's not really what our main objective is, right? As an asset manager like anyone else, 
our, our real goal is to offer the best possible products, whether it's an ETF that's passive, whether it's a mutual fund that's active. We really just want to offer it in the lowest cost possible, right? And really, this comes to when we were first founded in 1975 by our late founder, Jack Bogle. Jack's idea was really to democratize investment funds, really allow the average person to get access to the markets as much as they could. And he knew the best way to do this is to kind of operate independent from a private organization that's owned by one family or by a public organization that's owned by its shareholders. And so he set up Vanguard in a manner that really allows any profits that we make to be reinvested back into our funds. So whether you buy a passive ETF or an active mutual fund, Vanguard is really just trying to give you the lowest cost product available for you. That's essentially how Vanguard is operating. Um, here in Canada, we've been able to offer 37 ETFs and, and six mutual funds, and that really has allowed advisors to incorporate our products in lowering their cost to their portfolios. Now, since uh, 2020, you guys have had a long-term strategic view that's been uh, U.S. value to outperform U.S. growth. Where do you, where do you stand now on that, and how can it, the investors uh, obtain um, exposure from you? Yeah, that's that's entirely right. So, you know, since 2020, we've had this posture. Uh, I can tell you in 2020, uh, less people were open to our views. And we're coming off what was a really great growth time, even after COVID had first uh, happened. And so um, I'd love to tell you that we were able to predict inflation to what it is today. That that wasn't the case. But back then, what you look at, when you look at the market, a key theme was in that post-global financial crisis, there's been an outperformance of growth stocks, right? And so many people have explanations for this, whether that the definitions of value and growth have changed, whether we're just moving to a consistently low inflation world where there's no existence of a value premium. But in 2020, what we had maintained, which we still do now in 2023, is that the value premium does exist. And when you're in moments like the moments we're in right now, where there's higher inflation, it actually will start to benefit value companies. So... Going forward, as we look at value players and how value stocks generally pay a larger share of their earnings through dividends, you know, the promise of dividends really do matter today. And we think that's going to be more attractive for in, end investors going forward. And so when you look at our projections, and you know, what, what I want to keep in mind is Vanguard really takes a long-term approach to these things. And so um, when we're looking at over the next 10 years, we do think U.S. value is going to outperform U.S. growth. And by a decent margin as well. I think our current projections for U.S. growth is somewhere uh, 1% to 3%, whereas we're thinking for U.S. values closer to 4 to 6 And so really just a reversal of the trends we saw prior to COVID, okay. uh, higher inflation rate, and then also where dividends are. Now, um, that's, of course, what we like on this show. We were really uh, big fans of dividends here and dividend investing. Now, you got a U.S. version. It's called the Vanguard Windsor U.S. Value Fund, and it goes all the way back to uh, 1958. Tell us about that uh, ETF. Yeah, that's a great question. I think when we decided to launch active funds here, the first thing we wanted to do was make sure we brought products that had worked and that have worked in other markets for a very long time. And so that Vanguard Windsor U.S. Value Fund, they back in 1958. It's one of our longest track record funds that we have. And really what you'll see with any Vanguard active product is we like to pair two different managers together. And why we do that is because one style of value investing can get very risky. So you want to diversify that away to two different types of investments. So what we've done is we've employed two of the largest sub-advisors. 
One is a, a company called Wellington Management out of Boston. They, own, they run over $1.5 trillion, so one of the largest active players in the world. And they take kind of a relative value perspective. So what does that mean? You know, when they think that something's cheap because of controversy, something is cheap because of what's happening in the markets, they really look into those companies and see if there's an opportunity for them to recover. So they manage about 70% of that portfolio. To pair that type of investment, we actually have another firm called Pazina Investments, who manages 30% of our portfolio that take more of a deep value perspective. So when you marry both deep value and relative value, you get the spectrum of value investing. That allows you to get those companies that are a little out of favor. The companies are paying dividends that are underappreciated by the markets. And overall, it gives you a value-tilted portfolio. Where we've seen this really outperform, obviously, in markets like today, but more importantly, it's a great complement to some of the more passive vehicles out there, right? If you think about the S&P 500, that, especially in a year like this year, that's driven a lot by tech stocks. And so it's a good complement to that. It's a great complement to a lot of the active U.S. mandates out there because they tend to be growth in nature. Okay. And our view is there's a, a place for both value and growth, and this is a good opportunity to get exposure to value. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Nathan, thanks again for uh, taking the time to join us here today and bring us that opportunity. And uh, hopefully we can get you on again real soon. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Have All right. Take care. Bye. Okay, that was Sarnanthan Therakulasingham. He's the uh, market strategist at Vanguard Investments Canada. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed, and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Vanguard Investments Canada. Okay, we have about a minute left. Remember, you can get the four M's to retirement income and the retirement buffer handouts. All you got to do is call Dominic, 1-866-891-2637. And going into the end of October and into November, we're going to focus on RIFs. So those of you out there that have a RIF account, we're going to focus on that. We have two in-person workshops coming up in Mississauga. You can register for those. And we have all kinds of handouts to help you manage your RIF account. And that's going to be our focus now and all the way through November. We'll see you all back here next week at 10 a.m. I'm Richard Infantino and you've been listening to Primetime Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.